Do not adjust your set. What you are hearing is real. This is Ask an Atheist. Welcome to Ask an Atheist with me, Sam Mulvey, 844-SKEPTIC, 844-753-7842, toll-free nationwide. That is our voicemail number. My name is Sam. Joining me, as usual, is the person I've been trapped in a house with for about two years now. Becky, how are you, Becky? Help, I'm trapped in a house with Sam. (laughs) I've been trapped in a house for two years. I am doing well, Sam. Thank you. Fantastic. And also joining us is somebody who hasn't been on the show in a while, because nobody's been on the show in a while, (laughs) uh, is Warb. How are you doing? Doing good. All right. Is Mike. How are you doing? I'm still doing good. All right. Uh, Yeah. So we thought we'd come in with a... With a short little episode and, and kind of let you know what's going on sort of globally and then maybe talk a little bit about the future of the show because we've been off the air for a while and that's about to change. But before we get into that, let's just talk about stuff that's a, a little bit more uh, around town. For example, both, be- well, all three of us really, but more to the point, uh, you two have been doing Camp Quest stuff recently. So why don't, since we like to talk about Camp Quest Northwest and Mike, you're kind of involved in Camp Quest Northwest a little bit? Or? Yeah, a little bit involved in almost every <laughs> facet of its production. <laughs> so how's it been going? Why don't you give us an update? It's been going good. We kind of had uh, an off year, as just about everybody did, um, but we've been pulling together our COVID protocols and our testing requirements and our you know safety plan. And then um, after the fun stuff is all taken care of, we've been kind of scrambling to put together our camp program over the last few weeks. So uh, we're, looking like, we're looking at doing a sort of a time travel, wibbly wobbly um, adventure <laughs> that Fantastic. we're really excited about. And Becky, you just finished up a, a, a sort of a, a special camp event, did you not? A very special episode of Camp Quest Northwest. <laughs> no, uh, we had, as many things have happened in the last uh, two years, uh, accordingly, a virtual Camp Quest Northwest. And that was done over a virtual video conferencing platform. And we had not so much a cohesive theme as we had exploration each day of things like kitchen chemistry or science or humanism or putting on good skeptic hats and evaluating evidence and things we see in the media. We were really, really um, fortunate to be able to uh, zoom in Robert Ray, friend of Ask an Atheist. He's been on the show several times as he is in New Zealand prepping to be in Antarctica. And so having kids being able to ask a person who works in Antarctica what it's like and uh, what it's like when you don't have the sun go down or uh, what do you do for fun when you can't use the internet because (laughs) there's one little satellite connection for maybe 2,000 people. (laughs) Um, And then we also worked with uh, astronomers from the Pierce College Science Dome who led us through some strange science. The Science Science Dome! (laughs) That is the case. It is called the Pierce College Science Dome and they've been... The Science Dome! So, Science Dome astronomers, no, not that time, three times not a charm, Mm. they were doing- The Science Dome! Really good work over the past two years of um, pivoting their field trips that they would usually do with K-12 classes and summer camps and groups into a virtual format. So, it was really cool. And um, it was just, it was fun. We also were able to mail kids out different stuff that they were able to build at home And then we did a few kitchen chemistry things together, like making ice cream and soda pop and cheese. Yeah, I heard a little bit of the cheese stuff. That was uh, 
that was new and interesting to me. <laughs> it was it was just really fun. Was the cheese suitably cheesy? Was it was it appetizing or is it just curdled milk stuff? So it was the the doing a little exploration of denaturing of proteins. And so it was really just the very initial stages of separating whey from curds, taking your curds, draining it, and being able to eat it and spread it on crackers like cheese after you've salted it and seasoned it a little bit. But <laughs> all, right. all all results from repeat experimenters verified that, yeah, mm, tastes like cheese. Well, in other news, if we sound a little bit different to you, and actually perhaps a little worse than normal, which is entirely possible, that's because we're coming to you from the newly completed, or at least completed in its initial construction phase, KTQA Radio Studio, uh, here in a different part of Tacoma, and the, the old Waveform Orchard Studio is now being converted into a bedroom. So, uh... That's what's going on here. We're, we're still working on that. And um, still open to lots of folks who want to be involved in that. Yeah. Actually, if you're inter- if you're in the Tacoma area and you're interested in what's going on with KTQA, you can go to KTQA.org and uh, you can see what we're up to there. Uh, I'm really happy to be talking into this microphone and into this board. And at this point, I'm, I'm almost not really so worried if it doesn't sound as good as the old one. Just the fact that it exists and it's done and it's ready to go and it it looks so cool. I mean, it's got all the knobs and the meters and buttons and monitors and blinky and flashy and boopy. <laughs> as somebody who saw it in its partially constructed stages. I'm very impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And then I suppose we ought to, uh, I guess, talk about um, uh, the tumor in the room, or at least the tumor that's not in the room anymore. I, I give it a little bit of an update on on how I'm doing. Um, how long ago was the surgery now? A little bit more than two months. Okay. About li- two and a half months. About two and a half months. Uh, about two and a half months ago, I, I had a uh, pituitary macroadenoma removed. Um, I am still recovering. I'm told anytime they operate on the brain, there's a there's going to be a fairly long recovery period, and things are uh, things are still kind of changing for me. Um, and uh, <laughs> I I don't know what to get into because I mean the pituitary gland or the pituitary is it a gland? Yeah, it's I mean it's a gland, but you call it the pituitary gland. Or, or you yes, you do. Yeah pituitary thingamabob sort of the main gland if you will it controls so much stuff so and so much stuff that uh, you might not want to talk about for example but so now that the 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 thing is removed i i, I think of it as the horrible cherry tomato because it was about <laughs> must have been an heirloom one because it was not round <laughs> it wasn't well it was kind of roundish and about that size um uh i'm not creating prolactin anymore so uh no chance of you making any cheese yeah the chance of me making cheese is now out the window <laughs> um, <laughs> and i'm I, i'm waiting for uh I, i'm waiting for my my hormones to come back a little bit and uh they kind of are um i don't know i did some reading and i think it turns out i have sort of uh, uh normal glands for someone roughly 30 years older than i am hmm which might explain the show a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and while I was off the air, Rush Limbaugh might, might explain the interest in ham radio. Oh, yeah, that too. Jeez. <laughs> God, do I even get into it? 
<laughs> if you wish. Actually, ham radio is really interesting right now because 40 meters is being jammed by the nation of Cuba. And so for a big chunk of the country, 40 meters is just useless by what people have been dubbing the uh, the Cuban dubstep jammers. <laughs> because it's just, it's this noise all over 40 meters because there's a, I guess, a, a shortwave station around the 40 meter band that's popular in Cuba that is that is not pro-government right now. And so they're trying to jam it to, I don't know what the details are. I actually don't know what the details are because you can't listen to the radio station. It's everywhere. So <laughs> there's that. Hey, for the first time in a long time, ham radio is relevant. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, um, uh, so it, what, it, what it's looking like is I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to be on some sort of hormone replacement for the rest of my life. Little boosters here and there. Yeah, which I kind of expected uh, because, you know, this might be a little bit TMI but, and I've been involuntarily celibate for a while now, and frankly, I don't see what the big fuss is about. What? Why, why is everybody going on about this? <laughs> What's the big deal? <laughs> I have more time for 40 meters. All this time for activities. Yeah, geez, I got so much more time. Why are you complaining about this? Anyway. <laughs> just so many social I, I love your silence on this one Becky <laughs> this is fantastic I'm tapping out of this one <laughs> what am I supposed to say <laughs> no I mean okay the, the fact of the matter is I'm going to have to relearn how to boy a little bit but I'm going to have a great I'm kind of going through puberty too this time it's worse it, you know I, I actually I'm, I'm you know, growing hair out of weird places and I'm hoping to roll lawful randy on the alignment chart so yeah, maybe I'll... Where have you been on the alignment chart in the last uh, two years or so? Uh, I just said. Incel, baby! Yeah! Woo! <laughs> Except not finding... Check out my Fedora collection! It's been great. No common cause with uh, that said <laughs> subgroup. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, I have to admit my interest in Reddit has not increased in the least. <laughs> yeah, no, I just... it It's still uninteresting to me. How about 4chan? How about 4chan? <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask the real question. Here. Oh, 4chan. <sighs> How do you talk about 4chan? The answer is you don't. Becky, do you have some news for us? I do. And it's even relevant to the interests of atheists. Oh, boy. A research team from Arizona State University has found that Americans unconsciously stereotype atheists as, wait for it, guys, more likely to be serial killers, but also as open-minded, scientific, and fun party hosts. Lead researcher Jordan Moon organized three different studies to arrive at these results. One involved asking respondents whether they'd prefer a religious person or an atheist for three different circumstances. The first, to discuss politics with. The second, to have as a science tutor. Or the third, whose party would be preferable to attend. And respondents who were highly religious preferred other religious people for science tutoring and political discussions, whereas atheists and moderately religious people preferred atheists for all three circumstances. A second study involved a researcher describing gruesome details of serial murders, and respondents of all persuasions were more likely to associate the actions of the killer with an atheist rather than a religious person. And in the third study, participants of all religious backgrounds were found to be more likely to associate traits of open-mindedness, scientific-mindedness, and being fun with atheists, and closed-mindedness, being non-scientific, and not being fun with religious people. Mike? 
I'm I'm wondering and maybe being a gruesome serial killer is not that bad. <laughs> maybe that's where maybe that's reflecting a positive view. Judging by the number of murder shows on Netflix that people are really into these days. A lot of true crime maybe, interest. Maybe there's a, a better better than we are considering opinion of serial killers. All right. So this actually raises the status of atheists associating them with uh being true associated crime. With, tr- with with serial killers raises the status of atheists. That this is what you're bringing to the- That's what I'm surmising possibly from uh, Dr. Moon's research. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to interpret the data. Yeah. I do want to point out that there are two things that came out of this for me that really grabbed my attention. One is that atheists were even like more likely to have this like negative view. If we're assuming that being associated with serial killers is, is negative, right? right? That we have atheists who are also more likely to say that a serial killer is an atheist rather than religious. But then religious folks that are moderately religious are more likely to think that we're fun at parties <laughs> compared to religious individuals. So like even the occasional churchgoers are like, yeah, my atheist friend, he just like completely smashes a party. It's awesome. I would totally go to his house for a party anytime what's this guy's name his name is dr jordan or no excuse me he's a phd student at uh, arizona state university it's uh jordan moon and it was published in a uh, scientific journal so, so there's that so a guy in arizona did a study of people around asu and they all thought that atheists were fun at parties good at science, and likely to be a serial killer. I think this is about me. <laughs> well, you did live like, next to I, ASU for a while. Like, I, I, I mean, yes, I'm an atheist, so this study is about me. But I think this study is about me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think maybe I've skewed the results of this study. Uh, I mean, I lived in Tempe, which is where ASU is. Uh, I threw a lot of parties because I was in my 20s and and my partner at the time was a PhD student there or a master's student there. And I had those parties where it was a, they started out as BYOB parties and then they quickly became, dear God, do not BYOB to (laughs) this party. Take some of our excess B. (laughs) I have... I have a liquor. I have where a li- you, you where you throw a party to drink the booze that people brought to your last party. Exactly. I had a full liquor store. I had like, I, I can't even. I don't think it would make sense to talk. It was just ridiculous. Like I, I just you know never wanted for it. And, and I think if you were to ask seven random people who knew me in this era, they probably would have thought I'd turn into a serial killer. Well, I'm glad that the only <laughs> thing you killed was a brain tumor. So. Fantastic. Becky doesn't always have to be about the brain tumor. Uh, we can talk about uh, your level of religiosity or your... Um, yes, yes. It is always about the cherry tomato. No, the horrible cherry tomato. Horrible get cherry right, tomato. Get it right. So the study yes. the study's called, Is There Anything Good About Atheists? <laughs> Which I love because <laughs> it's folks that are searching like uh, based on, on previous research that, that say... You know, atheism. Why am I thinking about Nick Cave? Never mind. Go on. Every like folks associate things like um, uh, depression with atheists. And we say, hey, you know what? If you are shunned from a community for being an atheist, yeah, of course, you're going to feel a little bit depressed. That's that's reasonable to understand. Or people's impressions of atheists that, you know, were immoral or incapable of holding office responsibly. So someone's actually looking. Is there anything good about atheists? Do atheists also think that? 
fellow atheists kind of stink at things <laughs> at humaning. <laughs> um, but no, if you'd like to have someone as a science tutor, then uh, an atheist is a pretty good person for that. Unless you are highly religious, in which case you want your science tutor to also be a highly religious person, which puzzled the heck out of me. N- not really, because you don't want a science tutor at that point. You want a science agreer. A quote point. science <laughs> agreer. I mean, you're gonna want somebody who's gonna reaffirm or not and not challenge your your you know ideas of science or yeah quote unquote science. Right. Uh, like it, it, if I want to talk about science fiction television, not I'm not gonna go to somebody whose YouTube channel is all about how much The Expanse sucks. Like no, I don't want. I want somebody to. Well, why would you ever go to their YouTube channel? I, I want That's somebody, a horrible YouTube channel, and you're horribly wrong. <laughs> I want somebody who's going to completely affirm that that the Expanse is the greatest science fiction show ever. Because it is. Mm. Of this century. Okay. So far. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to mention. Well, if you're going to watch somebody's YouTube, you might want to watch, even if you don't believe that it's the best in this century yourself you might want to watch that guy's youtube yeah because he's going to be the one that's you know really excited about it and really active and engaged and telling you what you want to hear right exactly (laughs) just like a religious science tutor (laughs) (sighs) yeah i'm actually not even close to caught up on the expanse right now because i'm waiting for becky to catch up so we can we can watch it together as a family because we have all that extra time between the two of us (laughs) I wasn't going to go there, but it was, it was, that, that was there. That was, that, that joke was definitely there. Good job seeing it. I'm not embarrassed or nothing. I shouldn't have. High five. I shouldn't have said a thing. High five. That's as far as it goes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the social distancing is real, my fellow humans. <laughs> that was not a social distancing joke, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> The, oh my god, the awkwardness of this is just so... The, the leave room for Architeuthis joke. Yeah, leave room for Architeuthis. Ah, I think we just found the title for the show. Um, however, moving on from news, Becky, in, in atheism news, weren't you recently on a show? We should probably plug that, shouldn't we? Absolutely, because they're just an awesome group of folks. So we were on, or I was on recently, the Holy Crap Vlogcast, and it was, I will say, a uh, power of 10 episode, which means that it was not intended for youthful audiences. And so it is a not safe for work kind of uh, a vlogcast, but still pretty gentle in its language. And you can find that holy crap vlogcast or HC. Uh, oh, now I can't think of what the H. C B C holy crap vlogcast yes so i was really <laughs> grateful to uh shujin triple who has been on our show as well um for the invitation and tune in if you'd like so this is the first ask an atheist we've done in a while and uh well um because we decided to take a break during covid uh the lockdown uh because we couldn't have people in the studio and then the show kind of had to go on hiatus after that because I needed to get uh, brain surgery, um, which is still a weird thing to hear coming out of my mouth, to be honest with you. But um, that's all over. That is, well, one hopes it's all over. One doesn't know with what is happening in the news. But um, we are hoping after camp, and quite intentionally after camp, so in, in a few weeks' time, to return to the airways full time, to, to return to Ask an Atheist 
full time uh weekly episodes just like we did before and even better than that maybe a few live episodes like we used to do you know back in the day when i was good at this this is going to be season 40 the upcoming season because this is the 10th year of ask an atheist and uh, we do four seasons a year and you know if you divide uh, uh 40 and you know four into 40 that's 10 10 years besides being good yeah. at science atheists are also perceived as being good at math well you might think there's a problem with my math because the show began in 2000 uh 2010 and we uh, and we are getting to season 40 in late 2021 and you're like wait that's more than 10 years no it's not it's 10 years it's the 10 year anniversary i'm not letting you take that from me <laughs> so we're, we're we're calling it the 10 year anniversary although we had some other names for it didn't we <laughs> Oh, we were we were think I was thinking we could say it's the you know seventy fifth jubilee, fortieth yeah. anniversary. <laughs> yeah, just you know, you, you know, in in the standard religious practice, when you're not sure how long ago something was, just uh, just it was forty, forty, we did 40, forty of them, forty years, yeah, forty seasons, forty years, one season a year. That makes sense. Good round right. biblical number. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm around forty years old. <laughs> That's actually true, though. And this season is going to be different from other seasons. This season is not like other seasons. What makes this season of Ask an Atheist different <laughs> from all other seasons? Well, I, uh, uh, I'm i just going to ignore the religious joke. One of these seasons is not, not like, like the other. other. One of these seasons See, is See, I go Passover, season. you go Sesame Street. Which is weird, because I figured you'd be the one to go Sesame Street. Totally fair. Well, we've been doing Ask an Atheist for 10 years now, and it, it has undergone many tra transformations in that time. It started out as, as a TV show, and as a TV show that had a point, and was actually very much uh, a show that covered specific topics, and a show that covered a different topic every week. Uh, that a show that would maybe talk about news. And then when the the TV station we were on folded, we moved to radio and we were on commercial radio for a long time. But we continued kind of in the same way. In that time, Becky and I uh, got married. I proposed to her on the air. Uh, didn't get married on the air. Got married in a brewery. That's a story for another time. Um, and then as the show evolved... Uh, uh, Casey moved on, Jeremy moved on, uh, Mike moved on, they're all at Radio vs. the Martians, and I kind of envy them sometimes. And, uh, um, you know, and we moved from more of a, a show about specific topics to just sort of a discussion and current events show with a very heavy um, uh, interview you know, we had a very heavy interview bias. We like talking to other people, highlighting people in the community that you might not have heard otherwise heard about. We've done a lot of amazing things. We uh, made fun of an old man, made fun of another old man, made fun of a third old man. And became old men ourselves. Got on TV for making fun of an old man. Uh... Talked to a guy. Uh, no, we went on tour. Um, we, we were in, I, I, I have been, uh, I was interviewed by Reuters. Uh, we, we helped found, uh, found, uh, the organization we talked about earlier in the, in, in the show, uh, Camp Quest Northwest. 
became, I think I once called it the King Crimson of Atheist Podcast, but now I think of it, I, before before we went on our hiatus, we were one of the most popular, unpopular atheist podcasts. And, uh, and it's been an amazing run. Kind of weird thinking that 10 years makes you old guard of atheists, atheist shows, whether it's a podcast or a radio show or what have you. But then you, re- you look around the room and you realize you don't really know who any of these folks are and they're doing really great work. And, and, and that, that actually is an incredibly, uh, rewarding feeling, believe it or not. Um, but, um, it's time. I I think, I think I've said everything I need to say in, in one way. Um, and I think in another way, let's be honest, you've been listening to the last few, uh, episodes of Ask an Atheist, if you're listening to this one, probably, I've kind of lost the plot a little bit, I think. Um, I, I, I don't really follow uh, the atheism heartbeat as much as I used to. I, I've really kind of grown disillusioned with the atheism community. And uh, not because I think they're bad people, but just because I don't think we're much of a community these days. And... Uh, I mean, okay, there's some bad apples in there. I won't lie. I think we've mentioned a few here and there. Um, but uh, I think it's time to pack it in. I think I think 10 years is an amazing run. It's far longer than I ever thought uh, I would do this show. And I thought if I had it in me, uh, I'd do another 10. But I, I just don't know where I would take it from here other than uh, the direction... I'm taking it in, which is uh, just one more season, and it's a season that's going to feel a lot like the earlier seasons of Ask an Atheist, because, except this time, there's sort of an overall theme. It's not, we're not revisiting, I I don't really feel like it's revisiting episodes, uh, or or revisiting concepts, because we're kind of, we're a little bit beyond that here, but it's... Getting some stuff off my chest that uh, that I that that I've been hesitant to talk about, not because it's not because it's like political kryptonite or anything like that, or it's gonna you know, like I said, the, you know, I didn't find the incel movement particularly uh, uh, interesting before or after, so it's not gonna be like some sort of WWE heel turn. I'm still me, Every, you know, none of that changes, but sort of a retrospective on, on what I've learned about myself, what I, what I think about the atheism community in its history and in its, uh, 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 historically and through now and, and what it's become and, and what it's created, some of the good things it's done, some of the bad things I think it's done. Um, and finally sort of, I don't know, you know, people, uh, uh, I've always been very cagey about what my personal beliefs are because I never wanted it to be about what I think, but, but about we think. And if this is the last time out, uh, I might as well come clean, I guess, is part of it. And so I, I'm actually planning on a couple episodes that are specifically about what it is that I think um, so that you can all rightly make fun of me for my horrible ideas. I think a neat thing also is to think about it, it brings to mind that you don't atheists just because we don't believe in a god or gods it doesn't mean that we don't believe in anything and so what it highlights is 
what are the beliefs of atheists? What is the worldview that individual atheists might hold or that might be in common between a lot of us? I'm interested to hear what you have to say. I've been listening to the show for years. And <laughs> I think I know you pretty well, but I feel like you've got a, a rabbit to pull out of your hat. Well, I think you'll be a lot less surprised than others about what I might say in the in the upcoming episodes. But uh, uh, I think you might be less surprised by what I might say to people in the upcoming episodes because we've worked pretty closely together at camp. So, you know, everybody's heard me say things when the microphones are off. Um, but, yeah, I think some people will be surprised i won't say pleasantly or un unpleasantly i'm not that good at forecasting by what i have to say but like i always had this idea and I, i've i've long talked about it with people off the show and uh that the last episode of ask an atheist was going to be called atheism as fad and it was going to be a discussion of what it was like starting ask an atheist in 2010 and how things have evolved since then and it was discussion of and specifically you know i clearly don't think atheism is a fad it's a concept that i stand by and i continue to stand by i'm not ending ask an atheist because i've suddenly become a catholic that is not happening uh i'm ending the show because i feel like the show in a lot of ways has has done its job there's just a few more things left to say and i kind of want to go out with a bang and so instead of making atheism as fad uh the final episode i'm kind of taking the ideas that i had for atheism as fad and making it the entire season and instead of just touching on a little bit here and touching on a little bit there i'm going to do whole episodes about uh about what i've experienced and, and about what i want to talk about um, I don't know that in its current incarnation, Atheism is Fad is a really good title for the season. We've never done titles for seasons before, but it's a good starting place. So yeah, uh, I've finally said it. We're ending the show. Like everybody's been expecting it. Like I don't think anybody's surprised at this point. But yeah, I, I, I'm not ready to just like just pod fade and never come back that never sat well with me i i fully intended on coming back uh from the from covid and from from brain surgery and doing the show but i want to go out doing something i want to go out creating something interesting even if nobody's listening to it i just you know i think i've got a few more good ideas before i'm ready to hang up the microphone i think you've got an opportunity to to put a bow on it and, yeah. and create a, a whole body of work that you can be proud of that okay. that you you have 39 seasons to be proud of and now you can really wrap it up and i think i'm proud of about seven of them <laughs> <laughs> but you can go out on a you know go out on your own terms and your yeah and, and you know tie things up yeah i think it'll be good looking forward to it uh yeah any questions comments concerns well what comes next sam i don't know maybe this radio station i'm sitting in oh that's a good thing to come next. Because that's that's just it in in building this radio station. I mean, okay, I have a YouTube channel now. Um, my YouTube channel has like 120 subscribers, and I don't care if I get any more. I'm, I'm not moving to YouTube, which a lot of people seem to think that I'm I'm doing. Um, the YouTube channel was is specifically for. I specifically wanted to document like my technical stuff and stuff that wouldn't fit on this show. 
I might go do another radio show at some point in the future. I don't think I'm done talking. I enjoy it too much. But right now, I really prefer being the engineer and the producer and not so much the talent. I'm really... Like, part of the reason I decided to stop doing Ask an Atheist is that in the two years I've been focusing on KTQA, I have helped more people and a more diverse population of people than I have done in my entire tenure as a public atheist, which is a bit sad to me and something that I want to talk about. But, you know, I found a place where my skills are valuable and my skills can help people who uh, give voice to people who wouldn't otherwise be able to speak uh, in such a venue. And so that's, that's where, that's where my heart is right now. And that's another part of the reason, you know, that's a big part of the reason I'm ending the show is I'm, I'm kind of done talking for a while. It's an opportunity to amplify other voices. It right. sounds like, which is I, great. you know, that's such a, it's it's corny, but it's like actually doing the thing that people say you should do. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to make it the the cliche of a uh, you're 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 supposed to amplify other voices. No, if I want to talk, I'm going to talk. But I am just finding so much joy in this right now. Um, I'm I'm finding uh, empowering other people. Like there's you you know huge chunks of KTQA of the vision of KTQA. I'm just giving to other people, and I'm loving it. You know, like, uh, I'm not even on the production committee of this radio station. Like, the radio station that literally makes radio shows and decides what the schedule is, I'm not on that committee. And that was a conscious choice because I don't want to make those choices. I don't want to gatekeep. I want to see what other people do. I want to build toys and watch other people break them. Like, that's what I want. And... And I'll, who knows what I'll do next. I, I don't think I'm off the air entirely, but yeah. Anything else? Just that I'm really looking forward to the sort of retrospective of your perspective on these last 10 years and then the subsequent activities that uh, will be up and going here in Tacoma. Like there's shows that I've, I've never, that we've, we've talked about doing that we've never done. Like the word theory and the problem that I have with it. Uh, we've never talked about, uh, what else have we not talked about that we keep thinking of doing? Um, you know, we've, we, we started talking politics, um, on the show when Trump got elected, but we never really, really got into the nitty gritty of the intersection of politics and atheism and how I'm not a big fan of humanist manifesto three versus humanist manifesto one. Because Humanist Manifesto 1 is specifically a socialist document. Like, that sort of thing. Um, I have never... I have intimated that I am a transhumanist. And that's a, that's, a, that's a thing that has gotten a lot of really negative press because Jeffrey Epstein totally killed himself. Um, and now it's time to get into it. Because now I've got, no, I've got nothing to lose! Um... <laughs> What are they going to do? Take your show away yeah. from you? <laughs> oh, no, I'm off the air. Um, but I can get into just, you know, the wacky things that an atheist can believe and still be considered somewhat um, somewhat empirical um, is, is the things that I want to get into. And I specifically 
you know, you'll hear from the voices that you're used to hearing. Uh, some of them, and some of them moved on from the show. So, but, uh, yeah. Most likely some new voices here and there. Most likely some new voices here and there. And, uh, yeah, I'm just sort of basking in the glow of being on the other side of the conversation that I'm, I'm, I'm taking the show off the air. Because it's the only kind of afterglow I'm getting. Yeah! <laughs> My reaction is not fit nor conveyed <laughs> on radio. Well, if you're going to do a joke like that, you have to steer into it with both barrels like a Klingon. <laughs> I got that joke. <laughs> All right. I think, uh, I think we've done it. <laughs> or I think at least I've done it. <laughs> done something thank you becky thank you sam thank you mike thanks sam you can go to our website at atheist.radio i'm pretty sure that still works our phone number is 844-753-7842 our email address is questions at atheist.radio our twitter is ask an atheist wa i honestly haven't been on it in a while um you can find me on the radio versus the martians discord i'm there quite a lot i'll see you guys in a few weeks 